This is episode 70, Six Steps to Heal Your Inner Critic with me, Erica. Hello. I can't believe this is episode 70. That sounds so cool to say. I'm so proud of that. And thank you for being here and for listening, whether you've listened to all of the episodes or this is your first one. Either way, very, very much appreciative of your time and attention. And We're going to get into a very specific process that I use with clients to help them heal their inner critic. This is actually the exact process that I take you through in my new self-guided course, The Align Method, which you get lifetime access to when you enroll in Aligned and Energized, which is my new group coaching experience. And that's actually what I want to start telling you about. And then we'll get into the actual process to heal your inner critic. So if you're here, because you have a loud inner critic, because your self-talk is negative and you're working to shift that, you're going to love this process so much. It's so special to me. I've developed it over the years as I've kind of listened to my own mentors and my own guides and I've kind of put my own spin on it. So I'm excited to share that with you. But first, like I said, I want to tell you something I'm really excited about. And at the time this episode is released, my group coaching program, Aligned and Energized, will have been underway for about a week, um, at least the launch process, right? We launch for a few weeks and then the program actually starts uh, the middle of March, will likely be the first call. And this new program is your permission slip. This permission slip is really about you no longer having the need to play small. I give you permission to do that. This is also your permission slip to feel wildly aligned in your life, to take up space and embrace your beautiful, big energy to manifest a purpose-filled life where you're oozing joy from every pore. And finally, this is your permission slip to embrace the magic that's been inside you all along because that is what I teach people in all of my coaching containers. I don't make people twist and transform into something they're not. Instead, I teach them how to come home to themselves, to their body, and tap into the gifts and the magic and the energy that's been there all along. It's already part of who you are. But something's happened along the way that has gotten in the way of you being able to access this magic. Usually, it's like beliefs are blocking us from our joy and our magic. And sometimes we just need a system or a process to help us break through those barriers and those beliefs and break down the energetic walls that we've built around ourselves and our hearts. A lot of the times we build walls around our hearts to protect ourselves. It's smart, right? But when we break down those barriers, then the magic unleashes on its own. Again, it's that coming home to yourself. I teach you how to find the path to come home to yourself. It's also like, imagine looking at a gold statue that's been tarnished over the years from like weather and rain and whatever else. And it's just tarnished. So this program, we're just going to go in and tarnish up your gold, beautiful, sparkly self. So all of that can just shine through and be seen. So if that sounds interesting for you, then I am calling on you. I'm calling on you to invest in yourself and find the time to create the life that maybe previously has felt unreachable because it's not. If you want it, you can have it. It just takes time and energy and a willingness to commit to the work and to get a little uncomfortable and break down before you experience your breakthrough. 
And in this program, the three biggest takeaways, the biggest things that you'll learn is you'll learn how to nourish your physical body to heal from and prevent burnout. You'll also deepen your spiritual practices to electrify your energy upgrade. So this is where we take into the non where you take into account the non-physical, right? The the rituals, the spirituality, your mental emotional connection and support. This all plays into how energetic you feel. And if you're burnt out, exhausted or stuck in a cycle of that burnout and exhaustion, then we have to look at everything, not just the physical, not just the food, not just the supplements. We have to look what's going on inside your head. That's part of what this episode is for, is really to show you how that starts to shift, how your inner world will shift your outer world. And then finally, the piece that I know a lot of people are excited about is that I'll show you how to harness the power of human design to awaken your unapologetically authentic and fully expressed self. So there will be a whole module on human design in the Align Method and it will give you an introduction to your type. And then we'll also talk about how burnout plays into human design and how to heal burnout from an energetic perspective. There will be eight live group coaching calls. Again, the first one will be around the week of March 8th, I think, 7th or 8th, whichever Monday is. And you'll actually get 12 weeks of support. So the cool thing about being a burnout recovery coach is that I constantly give myself permission to not burn myself out. And one of the biggest resistances to starting this program was like, I don't know if I can really fully show up for my clients with like a call every week. And I want to be able to show up from a place where I'm like giving from a full cup and all of that. So my thing that I'm trying out this time around is that we won't have a call every week. It'll be like maybe two calls on and then a week off. Um, so it'll be eight calls over 12 weeks, which is cool because you actually get more support, longer term support from me that way. And there'll still be a Facebook group. I'll show up there weekly supporting you, answering your questions. And of course your soul community will be there. So there'll be a lot of um, chances for support. <laughs> and as far as the align method, so the five step process in my self-guided course that I take you through The first step is activate your energy upgrade. This is where we increase your mental and spiritual capacity to receive your energetic enhancement. Step two is love what you eat. And this is where you get to choose food that replenishes your physical body and naturally turns the volume up on your energy. And I share the flexible, simple, and sustainable method that I use with my clients. It does not involve restrictive eating or only getting broccoli or something. It's a very empowering way to learn how to have a more freedom-focused relationship with your food. And I'm really, really excited to share this because I think, um, you know, food can be complicated. (laughs) Sometimes we have a complicated relationship with food. And part of my mission in life is to help heal that with the collective. And step three is implement a supplement strategy. Supplements will explode your progress no matter what your goals are. They'll optimize your energy and help you prevent burnout. And the world of supplements can also feel really confusing. So in this module of the Align Method, I really break it down again in easy to understand and implement process. And if you sign up for this round of Aligned and Energized, you'll get access to my supplement library, which will be ready in April or May. And this is actually an educational-focused course and system where you have access to short educational videos on different supplements. So that way, if you're already taking supplements or you want to take a new supplement, you can go to the supplement library and be like, okay, 
I'm curious about a vitamin B complex and there'll be like a short video about the benefits of that and who should take it and when to take it and all that. So I'm really excited to put that together for you um, in the coming months. And step four is gift yourself soul medicine. Everything works better when combined with what I call soul medicine. It helps us tap into the power of daily rituals, spiritual practices, shadow work, and a customized self-care toolkit. So that is what soul medicine is, those rituals, those daily practices, your shadow work, um, and just self-care in general. So we get really clear on what that means for you and your journey. And then finally, step five is nourish who you are designed to be. And this is the module about human design. So there'll be an intro to your type video. You can watch that. You can watch the other type videos so you can understand the people around you, which can feel very important and just make the relationships in your life so much more fulfilling. And then we'll also talk about where burnout recovery and just keeping up your energy comes into play and how to use human design to apply it in that way. So that is the Align Method. At the time this episode is released, early bird enrollment will already be done, but I'm going to do a special offer for my beloved podcast community. So you can go to my Instagram at Erica Allison Wellness, Allison with one L, and send me a DM and say, hey, I listened to the podcast and I'm curious about the offer for Aligned and Energized. And I will let you know what I'm basically going to do is extend the early bird enrollment offer to the podcast community for a week after this episode is released, or at least until like the program starts. So about a week. And that is $444 versus $777. So I'm giving you a savings of $333. You're welcome. Love ya. Anyway, let's get on to the actual topic of this episode. And six steps to heal your inner critic. Again, this is actually a lesson in the first module of the Align Method. So I'm just going through it with you now because I just one, I want to give you a taste of the Align Method in case you're curious and trying to figure out if you want to sign up. And then also my goal is not to keep all of my strategies and practices secret. I want to share. I want to provide value where I can. So even if you can't work with me or won't work with me, at least hopefully I can touch your life in some kind of positive way. So let's get into it. And before we get to the part about healing your inner critic, um, let's first level set on what is an inner critic. Because I think this is a relatively well-known term. And especially if you listen to this podcast, my guess is that you are into a personal growth journey of your own. So you've definitely heard this, but I still, I think language is so important. So let's just start with the foundation. The inner critic, the judge, I like to call them like the inner mean girl or guy, but whatever you call it, this is an aspect of ourselves. It's that critical inner voice that we experience as a negative internal commentary. It's like the peanut gallery of negativity that just won't shut up in your head. And it's like, okay, I hear you. Please be quiet. And in psychology, it's labeled as a sub-personality that judges and demeans a person. Where I am now, I have such a loving relationship with my inner critic who, for the most part, can't be found. I, you know, I like to think that I sent her to the backseat of my brain with an iPad so she can binge watch Vampire Diaries and leave me in peace most of the time. But it wasn't always that way. 
I didn't always speak to myself with the compassion that comes so naturally to me now. I'm really proud of that shift. That's probably the thing I'm most proud of about myself because I see my compassion as a superpower. But my inner critic was loud and mean as fuck. Mm -hmm. Let me share some common things that my inner mean girl would yell at me back in the day. She'd be like, you're really wearing that out of the house. You look disgusting. And I hate how big your butt is. And I can't believe you said that. What an idiot. Nobody likes you. Stop annoying people with your incessant talking. Nobody wants to hear you. You're taking another bite of dessert. Look around. Everyone's done. You should be too, fatty. Um, When dating, oh, my inner critic was so mean around dating. She'd be like, no wonder you're single. What guy would want to put up with all that bullshit? And literally what person would mess that up? You're a failure. You'll never find love. You'll never be enough. Give up. You're not worth anyone's time or friendship. Like that's just, you know, off the top of my head, (laughs) thinking back to what did my head used to be filled with? So, you know, and I could go on, but I think you get the picture. I share that one because I think it helps you paint a picture of like, okay, this is where I used to be. And then here is where I am now. But also if you're starting off with an inner critic that is loud and mean like mine used to be, I just want to plant the seed that you can shift this inner voice. It takes persistence, patience, and compassion, but you can do this. In fact, you already are doing this just by being here and listening to this podcast episode. I know I can feel you, you that you are in the process and that you're making progress. It may not be like quick progress or as fast as you think it should be because, you know, we always put these expectations on ourselves, but just know that this won't shift overnight, especially if you've been in this pattern for a long time, like for decades, it's not going to shift overnight. I would say it took me a good three or four years of very intentional paying attention and being compassionate with myself to really start embodying in a place where I don't identify with my inner critic. And I don't think it has to take everyone that long You know, that's why I'm sharing this with you because hopefully it will provide some sort of shortcut for you to make things easier and get to where you want to be faster. But again, just be gentle always. Um, And remember that a lot of the times our breakthroughs come after the breakdown. So it often I find when I'm breaking a new um, behavior pattern or habit, like it gets worse before it gets better. And that's normal. Like let's normalize that. So if you start to go through this process, you're going to be hyper aware of how loud your inner critic is. And it's going to be like, gosh, I'm such like, why is it so loud? It's so exhausting. I can't do this anymore. And just take a moment and stop like, oh wait, that means I'm making progress. That means I'm just on the verge of breakthrough. One other thing I want to um, say before we get into the process is uh, mention how the inner critic can impact burnout, exhaustion, and feeling stuck in life. Because, you know, I am a burnout recovery coach at heart. So that's really where all of my processes stem from is like, how can I help people have more energy and heal from burnout? It has everything to do with this because I define burnout as using our energy in a way that is incorrect for us. And it takes massive amounts of mental energy to keep up with your inner critic because your inner critic is never satiated. And the non-stop negativity is draining. I'm sure I don't have to explain to you what I mean by that. Sending all your mental energy to your inner critic is not using your energy in a way that's correct for you. Don't you agree? What if we could free up all that energy going to your inner critic? 
What if you had more energy to spend on doing activities that light you up or you had more energy so you could start that business finally or just lead a more mission-driven life where you could spend quality time with friends and family? Sounds pretty good, right? So that's the link between burnout and your inner critic. As we heal your inner critic, we make room and space and energy for other things that are more important to you. And the reason I say we're going to heal your inner critic is because the inner critic is part of you. So, you know, you might think about it as like, I want to murder my inner critic because it brings me so much pain. But no, we don't want to get rid of the inner critic. The goal is to integrate them as part of a whole while removing the power they have over you. That's the key. The inner critic will always be there. I still have an aspect of me that is overcritical, but she's very quiet. The difference is that I don't listen to them. They're like a whisper in the wind. And I'm like, whoa, what was that? Whatever. Okay, keep going. Ignore that. Move on. And those thoughts don't have power over me. Over me. I don't believe my self-critical thoughts are truth. I don't act on my self-critical thoughts. And an example of that is a lot of my self-talk and the critical thoughts were around like feeling fat. In the past, I would be getting dressed for the day and I'd put on some pants that felt tight and my inner critic would be like, ugh, you look fat in those. And I would immediately take them off and go find something else looser to wear. Now, if I'm putting on pants that I love and they feel a little tight, my inner critic is still like, ugh. You know, it's like a little quieter. She's like, you're fat. Like that looks gross on you. And I'm like, oh, I'd like, thank you for your input, but I'm going to still wear them because they, you know, I like them. So that's the difference of thoughts having power over you versus not. You can like listen to them, but you're not identified with them. And we'll get into how to do that in the process. So let's actually, let's get to the actual process, shall we? Before I, I don't know, give it all away before we start. So the first step is to become aware. And now this is not revolutionary. This process and what I say may not be wildly revolutionary. I think it is my own. Like I've compiled a process that is unique to the way that I teach on the inner critic. But sometimes, you know, in the past, if you've heard some of this stuff, then you may not have been ready for it. It may not have resonated with you. It like wasn't the right part of your journey. And then maybe me saying it today, it's finally going to be that piece that's like, oh, that makes sense. Or also in human design, tone of voice and energy is really important. So maybe you've heard this stuff from another mentor or another teacher, but just didn't feel good. But then hearing it from me will be the frequency that you needed. And that's also why I highly encourage people who want to become coaches. Like it doesn't matter how many other people are doing what you want to do or teaching what you want to teach. It's your specific magic that comes through and reaches your, your soulmate community and starts to impact and transform. So let's just, let's just do that. So the first step is become aware. Again, it's not revolutionary, but you can't skip this step. This is where we start with anything, any behavior, any belief, anything you want to shift in personal growth or your spiritual journey. We always have to become aware because if we're not aware of our thoughts, we can't shift them. The simplest exercise I like to do for this that I have a lot of my private clients do is like find a small journal or you can do a notes thing on your phone. I just love writing things because I think it helps connect mind and body and just gets the thoughts out of your head in a more impactful way. But just keep a little journal for seven days and really commit to the seven days where 
Whenever you feel low or sad or unmotivated, or just when you think of it, mindfully write down the thoughts that are running through your head. And then when everything has been written down for the seven days, then you go back and start to notice what patterns you see. Are there specific words or phrases that show up over and over? My guess will be yes, because a lot of the times our inner critic is like just kind of on repeat. It's like a habitual thing that pops up and it's being mean to you in the same way. For example, my inner critic was always telling me I'm fat, I'm not lovable, not worthy, and like no one's ever going to like me or understand me. Once I saw how like not creative my inner critic was, it was so much easier to just be like, oh, I don't, this isn't self-serving. This isn't even helpful. So that's step one, become aware. And in the process that I share in the Align Method, I have journal prompts, like journal reflection prompts for each step. So I'm going to see if I can figure out how to put a link in the show notes where you can download my actual process sheet that's from the Align Method. I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out before this episode's stream. So we'll just say it's going to be in the show notes. If for some reason it's not, I'll put an, uh, an explanation down there. But I'll quickly share the journal prompts just so you can get an idea of what they are. But for step one, the journal prompts are which thoughts are most present when I'm feeling low, critical, or negative about myself? Another question is how are your negative thoughts and inner critic blocking you from stepping into your highest potential? Finally, how will your life get better when you have better awareness of your negative thoughts? Okay, those are the journal prompts. I also share affirmations. Those will be in the process sheet. I won't go through them here. So step two is figure out who your inner critic sounds like. You were not born talking to yourself this way. You learned it from someone else or potentially multiple people, like maybe your inner critic has is complex and it's been created over the years, but figure out who the initial person is that your inner critic sounds like. And the reason we do this is when we can notice that the voice in our head is not ours, it's not our truth, it's easier to remove ourselves from it, to detach ourselves from it, to not identify with it. It's like, oh, that's not even me. Like, I don't have to believe this. And a lot of the times I think this will be clear if you just kind of stop and close your eyes and think about it. But if you are feeling blocked, which is also totally fine, like your subconscious mind will not bring you anything you are not prepared for, or you're not ready to handle. So, you know, maybe this is something you could figure out with a therapist or a coach or a friend or something. But I do have journal prompts that will help you just let it flow and don't overthink it. Like just let the first thing that comes to mind be the thing and trust that. But again, Magic will happen when you put your pen on paper if you are feeling blocked. And the journal prompts here are write down a few common things your inner critic says to you, which you should have plenty of examples from step one. Then reflect, where was the first time I heard these things? Or asked in a slightly different way, where have I heard these things before? Let your subconscious float to the top, whatever comes first, and just trust that, that that's what you're meant to see in this moment. Step three, detach from your inner critic. This can be easier said than done when you're just starting out. And as always, be gentle with yourself. It's okay if it doesn't feel easy right away. It's not really supposed to. But when I say detach from your thoughts, I mean stop identifying with your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. You are not your thoughts. You are the one experiencing your thoughts. That's from our Lord and Savior, Eckhart Tolle. Just kidding. Um But no, I highly recommend reading the book, The Power of Now. If you're a client of mine, you're like, yes, Erica, we heard you. I'm going to order it. (laughs) I recommend it to all my clients. 
Um, and it'll really help you practice and embody this process of detaching from your thoughts. It feels hard and maybe a little bit impossible at first, but I promise if you set the intention to practice it and get it, it'll just click one day. Like I remember for me, the moment that I was like, oh my God, I get it. Detach from your thoughts. Like these are not me. They're just like subconscious programming on loop. And I, it's just leftover bullshit that I can not pay attention. I can choose to not pay attention to it. I think visualizations are also really helpful here. Examples and meditations that I've done are like, imagine your thoughts are butterflies. And every time a thought floats up, like just imagine it flitting away. You can imagine that your thoughts are on a movie screen and they're just like, they come and then they go, they come and then they go. I also really love to imagine my thoughts as this excited puppy that I get to keep with me. And it like makes it playful. And I'm like, oh, it's so cute. And you have so many things to say and you're slobbering all over the place. But when I'm done with it, it's like I can put it in its crate and be like, okay, time for a break. And you know, you can imagine your thoughts are whatever you want, but the idea is you want to drill in that your thoughts are separate from you. And let me know if you have any fun ways that you imagine your thoughts. Send me a DM. I'm always open to new new ways to work with my thoughts and new visualizations. So the journal prompts here are, what does detaching from your thoughts mean to you? Again, language is important. Like if detaching isn't the word that feels good to you, that's just the one that feels really good to me. You can replace that with whatever you want. And I, I really invite you to always feel empowered to do that. That if a word doesn't feel good, words are energy. Find a word and an energy that does feel good. Another journal prompt how do I feel when I believe my thoughts are true? How do I feel when I identify with my thoughts? How do I want to feel about my thoughts? And what's stopping me from feeling the way I want to feel about my thoughts? And finally, what is one thing I can do right now to practice detaching from my thoughts? And again, all these journal prompts I will put in the download that you can access from the link in the show notes. Step four, interrupt the cycle. We want to interrupt your inner critical thoughts by physically interrupting them. Here's what I mean. When you notice your inner critic or your negative thoughts you want to shift, you're going to physically interrupt them. And this is the part of the process, right, where, okay, I've been becoming aware of my thoughts and maybe now you're hyper aware and you're like, holy crap, like I'm so negative all the time and it's exhausting and I'm over it. Now, when you're in the trenches and actually shifting this habit, that's where this step comes in handy. And it might sound weird, like this is something that I kind of just started doing myself a long time ago, but basically I would notice that I was having negative thoughts that felt really loud and really draining. And then you either snap your fingers, jump up and down, or just say out loud, no thank you. The idea is that the movements, the sound, it brings your thoughts to a halt. You're interrupting them, which then allows you, allows you to choose thoughts that are more self-serving. So, you know, the no thank you thing maybe you won't do when you're in public with other people, but I live alone and work from home. So if I, I'll like be walking around my house, just listening to my thoughts and I'm like, no, thank you. And then I say out loud what I want to believe. So if my inner critic is like, oh, you look fat in those pants. I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. I think I look, I feel beautiful today. I am beautiful today. My body doesn't mean anything about me. And I kind of just like snap back in my inner critic what I actually want to believe. So snap your fingers, jump up and down, talk to your inner critic, use your voice. Your voice is powerful, especially if you have a defined throat center in human design, like use your power. 
The journal prompts for this step is, when do your negative thoughts or inner critic feel most overwhelming? What happens in your body when you feel overwhelmed by your thoughts? And finally, what are some other ways you can interrupt your negative thought patterns or inner critic after you become aware of them? So if snapping, jumping up and down to shake and remove negative energy or saying no thank you out loud doesn't feel good, you can do whatever you want. Have a little dance party every time you notice a negative thought. That would be a great way to shift them. Step five, see your inner critic as an alarm system. It's time to get curious, which is so beautifully aligned with the whole point of this podcast, right? Stay curious. Um, Jesse, that's not the end of the episode. That's usually the signal to our producer that we're done. So anyway, it's time to get curious. Our inner critic is an alarm system. It tells you that you have needs that are not being met or that something is out of alignment in life. It could also mean that you're more tired than usual. And when we're tired, stressed, or overwhelmed, honestly, it's really easy to slip back into old behavior patterns. So that's often if my inner critic gets loud, that's usually what's happening. It's like I had a bad night of sleep. I'm feeling sad about something in my life or low or whatever. And that inner critic just like slips up. It's like she's been in the backseat watching Vampire Diaries. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, this is my chance. She's tired. I'm going to go take the wheel. But the idea here is that every time you become aware of your inner critic, again, just get curious and ask yourself, what do I need in this moment that I'm not giving myself? Or is there something I need that I can get from someone else, like a hug or something? And the answer doesn't have to be complex. In fact, I invite you to imagine that it never really is. It's usually very simple. Like I need a deep breath. I need a snack. I need quality time with my pet or my kid. I need to just go outside and touch a tree or breathe in some fresh air, take a break. For me, it's usually a break. It's like my inner critic is yelling at me. I need to take a break and just, you know, give myself some space. I really, really believe that our inner critic can become our best partner if we let them. So it's like we can stop demonizing them and feeling exhausted by them and instead be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for being here, inner critic. You've made me aware of all these things that I wasn't previously paying attention to, right? Doesn't that sound nice to befriend your inner critic? And the journal prompts for this step is, what do I need on a typical day? Um, and getting clear that it's like, okay, on a typical day, I need three meals and a snack, plenty of watercur, watercur, what is that? What word is that? Um, physical affection, time in nature, a 30-minute walk, write everything down. And the idea behind this is just knowing like what is the very basics of my needs? Because then when I ask myself what my needs are, like in this moment, then I can take inventory and be like, oh, I haven't gone for a walk today. And that always makes me feel better. Maybe I should go for a walk right now, right? Some other journal prompts, what activities, people, and places replenish my energy? Then what activities, people, and places drain my energy? And finally, what makes me feel loved? Because often an inner critic is an aspect of ourself that is created because we're trying to be really hard on ourselves so that no one else can be hard on us, right? If we're the meanest as possible to ourselves, then when other people are mean, it's like, whatever. I've, I was already mean to myself. That doesn't even hit. So if we can figure out what makes us feel loved, we can shift that inner critic into like, how can I love on myself instead? 
Finally, step six is change your identity, not your thoughts. And this concept comes from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, which I highly recommend reading if you haven't. He has a very beautiful and easy to implement process for any habits that you want to implement in your life. But he talks about shifting your identity to shift your habits. And then I use it as shift your identity to shift your thoughts, right? It's much easier to have compassionate thoughts when you identify as a compassionate person. So Four years ago, I would not have told you that I'm a self-compassionate person. I definitely was compassionate with other people, but not myself. And when I started to embrace the identity of I am a self-compassionate person, it was much easier to then have self-compassionate thoughts. So decide what kind of thoughts you want and then start showing up as the type of person that naturally has them. And it's okay if at first you don't believe yourself. It's okay to be like, I am confident if you want confident thoughts, but deep down, it's like, well, no, I don't really feel confident. Well, not yet. It's something you want to practice and then you can show up in that confident way. And the journal prompt or exercise for this step is write down a day in the life for you after you have changed your identity. For example, if you want to be a confident person with confident thoughts, then dream up your ideal day living in that archetype. If it's compassionate thoughts you're calling in, write from that perspective. What's possible for you? Where do you live? Are you in a relationship? Do you have a private chef? Do you work remotely and travel the world? Do you have a pet? What's your favorite book? Um, Really let your imagination get away from you and imagine all the specific details that would create the ideal day for you in that new identity. And it's just to let you try that on and imagine what's possible. So that is my process for you. Six steps to healing your inner critic. And again, this is taken directly from my new um, self-guided course, the Align Method. It's in the first module, Activate Your Energy Upgrade. I know I'm really curious to hear how this landed for you. So please feel free to message me on Instagram and just let me know that you listened to this episode or downloaded the process sheet. And then of course, let me know if you have any questions about Aligned and Energized. Again, I want to offer that special offer to my podcast community. So if you want that deal, just DM me on Instagram. Let me know you're a podcast listener. We'll get everything sorted out. And if you have questions, bring those to me as well. You know, we can definitely jump on a quick call if that feels good. I'm here to serve, to connect, and to hopefully provide value. And if this was a valuable episode for you, please feel free to take a screenshot of it on your phone and then share it to your Instagram stories and tag myself, tag the podcast. It's really fun to see who's listening and who's enjoying it. And I think that's it. So don't forget to love on your inner critic as you heal them and also stay curious. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, Please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, 
head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.